Levels, levels. Levels, levels. Welcome to the live, in-person, hilarious sweating edition of Talking to Todd. Okay, all right. Well, I mean, not really live. It's it's Saturday. Oh, okay. Yep, old script. Um, welcome to the in-person, hilarious, sweating edition of Talking to Todd. Okay, oh, oh, hold on. Technically, not in person since you guys actually never left your house. Oh, yeah, yep. Also, also a good point. Okay. Uh, welcome to the hilarious wedding edition of Talking to Todd. Okay, uh, this is embarrassing. Do we really want to go with, do we really want to promise hilarious? I mean, I've seen the rundown. Yeah, I've listened to 100. I, I agree. Okay. Uh, welcome to a late Talking to Todd wedding edition. Nailed it. Welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prinz, where failure and apparently COVID exposure is always an option. Hi, Todd. How's it going? Hey. Hey, how's it going? See, we take 10 days off. You want to try that again? Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Good news is both of those will be left in the edit. I think we'll talk about that later. Anyway. Yeah, apparently we will. How lazy. Oh, my Lord. Oh, so yeah, the planned follow-up here from the cold open, the planned in-person edition never happened. I was there. That's true. For the record, I was there. We didn't even have, I, I was there, microphone, headphones, ready to go. Uh, apparently, uh, yeah. Any, anything, anything you want to share? <laughs> yeah. Your co-host no showed you now we had, uh, we were in a car with someone for about three hours who then the following day tested positive for COVID. And we went, ah, maybe we should not get on a plane and then expose all of the wedding guests. Hey, here's a gift from Iowa. Guess what we brought? <laughs> we felt horrible. Oh my god! Uh, but the pictures online looked great. Thank you. Yes, it was. It, it was. It was a great wedding. Uh, Should have been for you know what we. Anyway, it's neither here nor there. Everyone looked so. Everyone looked so happy. I mean, the Lindsay and Nathan just looked adorable. I have to say. I mean, L- Lindsay. Lindsay wanted to look like a. Lindsay wanted to look. I, I believe when she picked out the address originally, it was I'm a princess and I want to look like one. Uh, and so she found a dress that did 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 as much. So, yes, uh, it was uh, it was a good time it was had by everybody. Um, it, was a, it was a nice ceremony. They got they got married. So, I mean, realistically, yes, I mean, it, it, as long as the end, like, like, that's the key, right? Like all the rest of the stuff is nice. Um, but anyway, it was it was fun and it was fun seeing catching up with friends and family from from around the country and around the world. And uh, yeah, it was, it was a good time. So we enjoyed it. Excellent. Uh, More to come. I imagine later in the podcast, it's entirely possible. Mostly because that's the only thing I've had time to research for this week. So yes, (laughs) there will be more wedding stories coming. Yay. Follow. Should we start with Lisa's follow-up? 
Sure. Uh, now, she gave me um, a couple of weeks worth of follow-up on the drive up to Salt Lake City. Okay. Um, I was driving. She was telling this to me. I was just supposed to remember it, which I did not. And then there was a wedding in between. So there was quite a bit of feedback. The two things I can remember. Uh, let's see. Number one, at some point, when you said Lisa's complaining about how many uh, how many idiots that you were putting up for nomination, yes, <clears throat> quote wasn't complaining. I was just telling the truth. Dwayne's a cheat. <laughs> I I skirt the edges of the rules to the greatest extent possible. But <sighs> the line back there that, that, <laughs> is that Kevin? Can you see the line from where we are? <laughs> Okay. Me? I, I play to the end of the echo of the theme. Um, <laughs> that is a football reference. We'll circle back to that later. Okay. The other one, um, and I think you wanted to mention this, at one point, uh, you literally left in something to the extent of my levels are missing. And then I was assuring you that I could see levels on your side. And everything was fine. You said, okay, we'll just let this ride. And then there was a comment about, if not, we'll make the magic happen twice, whatever. And Lisa pointed out, she said, you know why that happened? The cold open did not include levels, levels. She called it out when she goes, there was no levels, levels. And then literally in that one, you said, I have no levels. And she goes, see, that, that's why. What are you guys? Do you, have you guys done this before? Do you know what you're doing? So <laughs> semi-professional. Anyway, so there was some feedback from from Lisa. How about from uh, from toddler number one? Yeah, uh, she basically had the same feedback. How many bourbons did you have when you were editing? Because none of that should have stayed in. Because you either needed less or more because the number you had wasn't the right number. <laughs> well, okay, so uh, uh, toddler number negative 18, Sarah will say, I believe the phrase is write drunk, edit sober. I think that probably applies to podcasts as well. <laughs> uh, and I was I was stone cold sober editing. So that error is entirely on me. I will own that one. Yep. This admission that the error is totally on him will never air because he will edit that one out of this episode. <laughs> I, I also cut the theme too quick. She's like, yeah. what? what? What the hell? Where's the theme? Like, yeah, sorry. Um, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Were you drunk? No, I was not drunk. Uh, let's see. Also from Sarah. Did you know that Peru scientists have discovered that owls hunt in pairs? I'm afraid to participate in this, but okay. Yeah, they're in cahoots. Hashtag not my dad joke. No, that's yours. That's yours. You said it. You, nope, that's yours. <laughs> I'm just reading this. You chose to read it. See, because Dan and Doug uh, two weeks ago had a conversation about the difference between crocodiles and alligators. And I sent them, you know how you tell the difference between a crocodile and an alligator. One sees you after a while and the other sees you later. <sighs> Right. 
I'm Again, really glad we took, I'm really glad we took the hilarious out of the cold open. <laughs> and Dan says, "Aren't you only allowed one? You're not even allowed any on on our podcast." I'm like, "I'm just gotta. I, I have a limit on mine. I have to spread them around, right?" <laughs> yep. <clears throat> uh, Greg and Sherry suggested a drinking game for the live show. Um, they they actually suggested. Two drinking games. Thanks, Eli. Uh, that would be one of the things that made you drink. <laughs> when you did that, did you have one or did you have two? <laughs> Thanks, Eli. Uh, Doug also suggested that we could send in Deshaun Watson to inspect the massage parlor in Orlando, as he is an expert in these things. <laughs> The problem is, is that we could send him in, but then he wouldn't be able to talk about it because he would have signed an NDA. It's true. Uh, any other um, actuallys besides my uh, errors in editing? You know, I'm sure I had a few of them, but to be honest, again, uh, then something happened and you know what? We're going to call it amnesty at this point. Uh, how about follow up? Let's see. Oh, yes. So... I know everybody wanted to know how this turned out. Um, so last earlier this year, I believe we covered the fact that there was a marketing opportunity for talking to Todd because Pepsi had pulled out of sponsoring the halftime show of the NFL. Uh, and, and we thought we could swoop in and get it. Um, it turns out we were slightly outbid. Uh, Apple, the at any given point, the world's most valuable company. <laughs> turns out had resources more than we did um they have resources and uh they are now the proud sponsor of the nfl halftime show brought to you by apple music uh or apple music plus on apple music anyway congratulations apple um you know we we put up a good fight um but but i think they uh, i think they bid just a little bit more the the rumor is it may have gone for as much as 50 million a year so uh, that was outside of our budget. Oh, yep. We're going to need more sponsors there. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, anyway, that was my follow up. Uh, how about yours? Uh, well, there was a, I had a, I actually had a couple of things. Um, a follow up on the pumpkin fest story. Yes. Uh, do you know who helps the little pumpkins cross the road to school? I'm pretty That's sure you can't. I'm pretty sure you can't tell us. You can't. Oh, I can't. You're right. Oh, oh, because I would love to tell you. But I'm I'm unable to. Okay, so then there was this story. Uh, this was a little piece of follow up. Let's see if I can text you this so that you can read it. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the dream flavored soda that Coke was putting out. Yes, Pepsi has now announced a new s'mores soda collection. The cola wars are taking a dark turn now. <laughs> They might be losing the plot. If you want your soda to taste like toasty marshmallow, graham cracker, and chocolate, boy, have I got a deal for you. Yeah, but, but hold on. If I look at these cans, each can isn't all three flavors. They show three cans. One can is flavored toasty marshmallow. One fl one can is graham cracker and one can is chocolate. 
So are you telling me to have a s'more taste? You actually have to like, like toss back the first can, the second can, and the third can, and then like sort of mix it up in your mouth and then yes, swish swallow. them all together in your mouth before you swallow. Yes, you know what that tastes like? Ooh, not s'more. Wow. Uh, wow. Okay. All right. Um, bad ideas continue in the soda industry. <laughs> yep. Uh, you know what? That was all. That was all I had. I didn't awesome. have any other follow-up. Perfect. Shocker, given that we've been 10 days since we last did this. So <laughs> there you go. Oh, and Brett Favre lost his job. Well, kind of. Uh, he lost his radio gig. He had on, a job? Well, no, yeah, no. Uh, he lost his radio gig on ESPN and Sirius Radio for, I guess, being well, Brett Favre. Oh, no, no. Uh, we, we'll talk about that later. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. In our Brett so, Favre more, section of the show now. More, more, <laughs> more Favre to come. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we can have some more of that. Uh, oh, is it time? Oh, that's right. It's time for Todd's favorite game. <laughs> Dwayne, guess a number. Okay, hit me. Okay, <clears throat> this is Wedding Edition. Um, this will be, this would be a layup. There's, there's two parts. There's two options. You have two opportunities to score points here. This is, this is an, this is a full Eli. Oh, thanks, Eli. Yeah. Um, and for anyone who attended the wedding, this would be a layup. So. Um, pretty easy, pretty, pretty easy. So the first question is Dwayne, how far in miles? So here's what we're looking at. We're looking at the people that traveled the furthest to the wedding. Okay. In miles. Question number one is the person or people that traveled the second most miles. How many miles? One, one way, not, not plane miles, like just distance on a map. How many miles did the people who traveled the second furthest for Lindsay's wedding, how many miles is that? Uh, let's try 4,200 miles. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I had it down at 4,700 miles. Wow. So you're within 10%-ish. That's ish. (laughs) 10%-ish. Do I get a bell? I'll give you the bell on that one. Hey. Okay. Question two. Thanks, Eli. By the way, just real quick. Yes. On the last one. That would be be Lisa's cousin, Gail. Uh, and her soon-to-be husband Keith, who ah. traveled from near Manchester, uh, uh, Manchester, England. By the way, real another another piece of follow-up from Lisa. On one of these, she, on the one that I made it really difficult, and I asked you how much space did this take up, and she's like, "You didn't even give him a frame of reference," and I'm like, "Exactly." Yeah, <laughs> he knows what he did. <laughs> okay, so for your second point guess well not guess tell whatever whatever it is that you do 
the guest that traveled the furthest in miles one in one direction one way for Lindsay's wedding so second place was 4700 yes 5600 oh that would have if he would have traveled 5600 miles um we would have had a sully uh situation going on oh um you're under by quite a bit oh would not Um, have would not have made it okay would not have made it john's uh lindsey's dad john his brother paul made the trip for four days from auckland new zealand wow for a distance of 7083 miles one direction i got two-thirds of the way there i'm glad he made it all the way it's good that he did the full 7,000. Yes. I, I've, so I've been saving this quote for just such an opportunity. Um, mm-hmm. And this isn't a dad joke. This is just a quote. Um, the difference between America and England, and you tell me if this is valid. The difference between America and England is that Americans think 100 years is a long time, while the English think 100 miles is a long way. <laughs> That's pretty good. Earl Hitchner. Yeah. I, I will say the morning of the wedding, I took uh, I took my sisters and their family and Keith and Gail, and we went up to the top of one of the um, one of the canyons in Salt Lake City. And up at the top, there's this very nice mountain lake with a boardwalk around it. And so we all went up there and we walked around that. There were moose um, out. So everybody got to take pictures of moose and all of this. And Keith asked me, he goes, hey, Todd, how how high up are we here since we're surrounded by sort of mountain peaks? And I said, we're at about 8,500 feet. And he said, what's that in real numbers? So uh, <laughs> I had, to, had to translate it. Let's just call it 2,600 meters. Oh, oh, yeah, that's pretty. Oh. That's up there. Yeah, yeah that's how you yeah. 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 Sure. I mean, it's within a rounding error. So anyway. Thank you. Thank you. You're closer than I was. (laughs) Well, I'd have to be. So thank you for playing Dwayne Guess a Number Wedding Edition. (laughs) Uh, Really quick sports story. Okay. I guess. Um, This morning, this is F1. This morning, uh, there was F1 qualifying. Okay. That started. Singapore, I believe. Correct. Yes. Um, and it started at eight o'clock, uh, 8 AM our time. And Amy said, yeah, the, it's going to start here in about 20 minutes. And I said, didn't they, st- I, I was up at like five 30 and I got a notice that they were doing something. And she says, yeah, that was practice. I don't watch practice. And I said, practice. we're talking about practice. <laughs> I mean, we're sitting here talking about practice, practice. not a game practice practice and she says jim mora and i said no uh you know what i'm gonna save this for todd i'm gonna have todd guess a quote on the show so here's the thing yeah we know okay so who said practice we're talking about practice that would be alan iverson that's that is the correct answer that's the answer (laughs) Is what that is. Okay, so what's Jim Mora's quote? Playoffs. 
We're talking. We're talking playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> and then the next question is: You play to win the game. Who's that? <clears throat> Recently unemployed, uh, by the way, if you need a head coach or a motivational speaker for probably pretty cheap right now, former ASU and former Jets head coach Herman Edwards. Footnote, we covered his firing last week on Talking to Todd. Available on a Spirit Airlines plane near you. Uh, And then I think the last one, I've won at every level except college and the pros. Another one of my favorites. (laughs) That was, was that Shaq? That was Shaq. That was Shaq before he won uh, his title with the Lakers. Lakers. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But I've won at every level except college and the pros. Yep. Yep. High schoolers and peewees really, you know, you know what I did. Yeah. Anyway, Todd, Todd, guess a quote. I thought it would be a nice follow-up to Dwayne guess a number that I also figured you would have a better shot at (laughs) than I had at Dwayne guess a number. So. Almost like a palate cleanser. Just yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, also in F1 this morning, Max had to pit at the end and did not get to finish his final lap. Yes. And he pulls in to the pit and they bleeped about four of every five words. What the duck is this about? He did not say duck. Mm, yeah. Yep. Uh, and Christian on the radio says, we'll talk about this off the radio. <laughs> and they moved on. <clears throat> Brings to mind Apollo 13. Are we on Vox? <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they were about to run out of gas. Yeah. And had to spare enough gas so that their gas could get sampled. Otherwise, they'd have to start at the back. Yes. Of the. Um, yeah. And they didn't want to do that. So that's what happened. They <laughs> misgaged their gas to begin with. And therefore, yeah, that's that's that is what the duck happened. Mm. For those mm. of you that might be wondering. <laughs> and I don't have to cuckoo any of that. Uh, let's see. What is next? Uh, looks like we're moving on to Idiots of the Week, the Scott Frost Memorial Idiots of the Week. Ah, excellent. I I brought, as I am wont to do in my cheating ways, I brought three. Okay. Item one, trains. Is this, you... same, is this the same one that I didn't pick, or is this a new trains one? No, it is not the that, same. Not that it matters, but it, sure. <laughs> It it is the same one that you didn't pick. Okay. Item number two, something that is not trains. All right. And item number three, flush letters. When I was listening back, I was kicking myself that I didn't pick the trains one. So, uh, my pick, and this is going to have to potentially be my pick from now on, is uh, I will pick trains, no sex stuff. Trains, no sex stuff. Okay. So, Dateline Sock Rapids. An attempted train jacking has sent one to the hospital. <laughs> this is local for toddler negative 18. 
Just after 8 a.m. on Tuesday morning, the Sauk Rapids police responded to an assault near the intersection of Benton County and First Avenue North. Officials say a 72-year-old Samuel Homan climbed into a cab of a Santa Fe Burlington Northern train and assaulted the engineer with a knife. The engineer escaped and jumped from the moving train, which eventually rolled to a stop in Sartell. Holman was arrested, sent to the Benton County Jail, and, an in- and the engineer was taken by ambulance to St. Cloud Hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. I have multiple nominees for this. One, the headline writer. Trainjacking sends one to hospital. I guess that makes you want to read it, because I want to know who went. Was it the trainjacker? Apparently it was the trainjackie. Is that right? Yes. Yes, it was the one who got jacked. He was, the engineer got jacked. (laughs) And then sent to the hospital. And the hijacker himself, where are you going to go with a train? Yeah, I mean, that was my thought was, like, you took the train and the police show up at the scene of the crime. Do we have any leads? No, but we have a trail. (laughs) (laughs) This one's going to be tough to track down or not. (laughs) But I'm pumped. I see what you did there. (sighs) Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Yep. How about you? What'd you bring? This is just, to be completely honest, this is starting to annoy me now. I would have rather have had anything else. But now we we are going to actually talk about Brett Favre. Uh, because every week, the Brett Favre story gets worse and worse and worse. When last we left, it looked like that he had sent text messages to state leaders showing that he knew full well that he was taking well he was taking money from a welfare fund designed to go to under underprivileged people in the state of Mississippi and funnel it to the University of Southern Mississippi to build both a volleyball stadium and also to build a indoor practice facility for the football team so that they could start getting better recruits. This week additional reporters said, you know, if he did that with state money, boy you know, Brett Favre runs a charity foundation for underprivileged, uh, for disadvantaged and disabled children and cancer patients. Breast, breast cancer patients. Mm. Be- for because of his wife, right? Yes. The, right. Right. Yes. Um. So somebody said we should, maybe we should probably go see what that uh, charity did. Um. In. Over the course of, I believe, three years, of at least three years, uh, the Farve for Hope Foundation, again, to support, that's a charity created to support charities that su- that provide support to undeserved, under, sorry, underserved and disabled children and breast cancer patients. The number one recipient of the Far for Hope Foundation three years running was the athletic department at the University of Southern Mississippi, totaling more than $130,000. So, for instance, in 2018, he sent $60,000 to the school. Um, and the largest donation, so he sent 60000 in 2018, 46000 in 2019, and 26000 in 2020. 
During that same time span, the largest sum made to other than the athletic department was $11,000 to the Special Olympics of Mississippi in 2019. So uh, now it pales in comparison with the millions and millions of dollars, but it's good to know that it wasn't just the state funds. He was also personally scamming people to give to his charity so that it could go to the athletic department. So anyway. To, to be fair, he was a cancer in several locker rooms. <laughs> Lisa did see, I believe a Redditor saw a post and it was on the internet. So I'm, this may or may not be true. I want to be clear because this came <laughs> off of Reddit. Okay. But it was reported that in order to make up for all of this, as an apology, Brett Favre sent a picture of his penis to everybody in Mississippi. That may have been the same Redditor that brought us the chess story from three weeks ago. Do you really want to start quoting Reddit? The problem, the problem with this, with this story is that you read that and you're like, that doesn't sound quite right, but it is Brett Favre and he has a history of sending people those like you can't rule that out <laughs> that's yes this is far less far-fetched than the chess story we covered yes that's fair yeah yeah so just anyway uh every week every every week at this point the only thing that i think is going to say brett Favre. i mean i'm not a lawyer i think the only thing that's going to say brett Favre is i mean it's clear he's going to have to run for the republican nominee for president anyway what else we got um, a couple travel stories. Yes. So when I, I stayed in Orlando, when I was in Orlando, this was after we recorded last, um, a bright pink, uh, some kind of hatchback pulled up with the license plate cam girl, C A M G R L. What came out of the car was a couple of really burly guys, a ton of what looked like video equipment, and a woman who, let's say, did not have all of her original parts. Mm. Some inferences was were made by my coworker <laughs> as to what might be going on in our hotel in yeah. a different room. I, we do not know. We can neither confirm nor deny. Literally, we can neither confirm nor deny whether anything really happened because we don't know. But inferences were made. Let's just, can we leave it? At, should I leave it at that? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I'm just sitting here thinking, did that actually happen? Or do you just need to tell this story to explain some of your browser history? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I was just looking at the hotel to see if it was the same one. Oh yeah, no, no, that was the same one right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See that plant? Oh, I, oh that plant. That plant I, looks familiar. Yeah. yeah, I recognize those throw pillows. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, this this would get categorized under how old is this plane? Are you are you saying because of the ashtray in the door to the bathroom? Yes. What 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 is? I'm just going to throw this out. What's really funny about this is there is a sticker. On the door, I'm sure a fe federally mandated sticker that says no smoking in lavatory, and it says e-cigarettes prohibited. 
And then it has a picture of a cigarette or a smokestack on its side with the international, with the circle, the line through it saying none of that. And also a picture of apparently there's a baby changing uh, station inside the bathroom. However, where the ashtray is, it shows a lit cigarette being put out in the ashtray. And that does not have a circle with a line through it. So I think one could make the case that's still a legitimate uh, <laughs> ashtray. Well, and I I can confirm that it was not glued shut. Hmm. Uh, eh, uh, I can't I can't flick buttons in the cockpit, but I can at least open and close this. Does this work? It does. Look at that. Look at that. Oh, it works. Huh. Yeah. Left and right. Left and right. Recently used. I don't know. Anywho. Uh, yeah. And the one sign, the sign, and the ashtray were about eighteen inches apart. Uh, how old well, is this what plane? That, what that tells me is there's no smoking in the lavatory. You need to smoke outside the lavatory where the with ashtray the, is. Yeah, with so the he, door open. Yes. Well, you could be waiting. You could be waiting for the you, while you're waiting for the lavatory. You could just smoke them if you got them right there. The, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, did you have any travel stories from your uh, trips from the undisclosed location back and forth? The the only, I mean. Briefly, yesterday we drove back to the undisclosed location from Salt Lake City. Uh, I drove for the first two and a half, three hours, give or take. And then I was tired and I said, hey, do you, you know, Lisa, do you mind? She's like, I can drive. And so we stopped and we switched drivers. And and within 10 minutes of, le- of us switching, uh, a hailstorm came through the interstate and oh. everybody had to pull over. That had to. We we all pulled over, uh, and there was actually essentially almost snow covering the interstate. And Lisa's like, 10 minutes, ten minutes. Did did you look at the radar before? What anyway? <laughs> um, my bad. I did I did not see that coming. So uh, sorry about that. So yeah, there you go. Have you have you had time to watch anything this week? All of our money go flying out the window to pay for a wedding. That's what we watched this week. <laughs> How about you? What have you watched? Well, I, I watched this afternoon. I watched I watched the builders on our edition take out our window. So mm. um, also money flying out of the house in, <laughs> in that regard. So there was that. Uh, I did you see the quantum leap is back? I did. Yes. Have you, did you, have you watched? I, I, I have not. We've, okay. we've been a little tied up, so I've not watched. We watched, any. <laughs> we watched the first couple of episodes. I, yep. I thought maybe I would play our quantum leap cold open at this okay. point. Theorizing that one could podcast within his own lifetime, Todd Prinz stepped into the Podbean accelerator and his recordings vanished. He awoke to find himself trapped in a tech corner, facing branding issues that were not his own, and driven by an unknown desire to identify strange business opportunities. His only guide on this journey is Dwayne, an observer from his own time, who appears in the form of a host who makes horrible puns. And so, Todd finds himself leaping from show to show, striving to put right what once went wrong, and hoping each time that his next podcast will be the leap home.
Do you remember it? Did you remember that? I, yes, yes, um, yeah. somewhat. Yeah. Um, I, it was, there's the right amount of fan service. I thought they said the phrase to set things right, which once went wrong, right in there. Uh, there was a nice little Dean Stockwell tribute who, uh, Dean Stockwell passed away last year. They keep referring to Scott Bakula's character. Uh, I have to think he's going to show up at some point. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe yes. in the finale, because he's he's lost. Uh, no, spoiler alert: he's still lost. The good news, though, about the way that they did Quantum Leap is they don't they can have Scott Bakula's character show up, and they don't even need Scott Bakula because they can hire anybody. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> hey Scott, here's how much we would like you to show up. I'm not I'm not working for that. That's cool. We can do We're this good. how we can do this however we need to. <laughs> Brett Favre said he'd show up if we just gave him $10,000 for his charity for kids. And I, I want to say we're watching this on Peacock. That sounds right. Yep. And we're watching it and there's ads on Peacock. And Amy looks at me. Don't we pay for Peacock? Yeah. <clears throat> there's pain for Peacock and then there's pain for Peacock. There is the $5 level of Peacock, which gets you yeah. access to all of the great and most of the not great shows. <laughs> For an additional $5, you can then get rid of the pesky ads out of most, but not all of the great shows. <laughs> Peacock Peacock's ad-free service is similar to Hulu's ad-free service. Uh, little light on the ads and really light on the free, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh yeah so that's what i had how uh how about how about this week i learned are we ready for that wow. yeah we can do that you want me to you want me to start um you wanna, do you have do you have something wedding related i do yes okay that's <laughs> what i did there i do anyway wedding humor it's been around it all week folks it's as good as it gets Okay. Yes, I do have wedding humor. No, uh, I, have, so, I have something I learned at the wedding. Sorry, not oh. wedding humor. Anyway, go ahead. But if you'd like to go first, but yeah, uh, yeah. Why don't I, I'll go. I'll go really quick here. As a part of the addition, we got a postcard in the mail from the Secretary of State's office, letting us know that a lien had been filed on our house. And I went, okay. I thought they redrilled that post. I'm sorry, it was lien. <laughs> It's the leaning three season tower of <laughs> Weathersfield, I guess, is what it is. Um, so I go on the Secretary of State's website and and read what I actually got. And it was a notice of construction, which, as the laws in the state of Iowa require, if you would like to file a lien at some point, you have to file a notice of construction. So they didn't actually file a lien, but should they need to at some point, then they have to have filed a notice of construction when it started. The thing that I learned, or maybe realized, was that, you remember the story, footnote, you remember the story about the flooring guy who threatened to file a lien on our house if we didn't pay him 
for the flooring that he never installed. Yes. Yes. I was going to say, wait, this was the, this, you had to install the, yes. Yes. Um, so this couldn't have filed a lien because he never filed a notice of construction. This story was nearly in idiots of the week. But what I learned this week was the proper order in which you have to follow in order to be able to file a lien. That guy didn't. There you go. Which he is allegedly an incompetent flooring installer and an allegedly an incompetent lawyer. Consistent. Oh, oh he's got a lawyer. She's incompetent. He's an incompetent Alleg- flooring installer. Yes. He hired an incompetent lawyer. Hopefully she charged him double. <laughs> How about you? So wedding was on this the wedding was on Thursday. Uh Thursday night. Seven days prior, I get a phone call from Lindsay. Hey Todd. Hey Lindsay. Hey, I'd like to ask you a favor. Sure. She goes, I'd like you to give a speech at my wedding. And I said, in seven days? And she said, yes. And I said, you needed to ask this three or four months ago. <laughs> what am I supposed to just come up? Yes. Weren't, weren't you a national champion in extemporaneous speaking? Persuasive speaking. I was a state champion in extemporaneous speaking. Okay. Yes. So, um, But to be clear, you have some experience in speaking off the cuff. Yes. Okay. Yes. I may have received college scholarship money for doing such. Could I have done it? Sure. (laughs) Would it have been better to have more notice? Yes. (laughs) Sorry, I interrupted. Please. Yes. So So. then my next question was, so what do you want me to do? Like a 30, 45 minute set? (laughs) Can I have Dwayne edit for me? (laughs) I was informed. No, not 30 to 45 minutes. Just a speech. All right. Okay. Cool. Um, All right. Uh, And then I asked this question. Do you want it to be funny or do you want a tearjerker? And she said, both. I said, all right. Okay. Okay. All right. So there were were five people giving speeches. Father of the groom, best man, uh, father of the bride, I was going to say chief bridesmaid. I'm pretty sure that's not what that is. <laughs> that's wrong. Of honor. Chief bridesmaid. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Missed that one. Show title? <laughs> Could be. Could be. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then, and then, and then, and then I was, I was to be the, I was to be the, the, the last of the five the last of the five wedding speeches. So I, I worked for a while and tried to craft something that was for Lindsay's request, something both, uh, both funny and, and also tear jerking, see what we can do. And, and here's what I learned. Um, I, I overshot a little bit, uh, because, uh, uh, I, I, I actually, uh, eh, the tear jerking started early and started with me while giving the speech, which oh. was problematic. Uh, at which point, uh, and then started with Lindsay, and then and then it sort of went on from there. 
And then, of course, you know, other guests. It's a wedding, whatever. It's easy to make people cry if you want to at a wedding. It's not that hard. Um, <laughs> however, afterwards, afterwards, there was, you know, it's a nice speech, whatever. And Lisa's like, you started crying early. And I'm like, yeah, because I knew, I knew where the good stuff was coming. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I didn't, I didn't understand where you wait. I'm like, no, 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 it wasn't about that part. But I, I knew, I, I, I knew the lines that were in later and it was already causing me to tear up and you guys just didn't know what was coming yet. Um, what I, what I learned was, uh, yeah, uh, I needed to dial that down. Like I, at the end of it, I'm like, man, this is good. This is going to get people. Uh, I needed to dial that down a little bit cause, cause it got me in front of a bunch of people. And, um, yeah, that was, uh. That that was not the intention. I did ask Lindsay afterwards, did that deliver? And she's like, you, you went a little, you, it was a little much. It was a little, you went a little over the top. So um, anyway, uh, I suspect that is the last time that I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to be asked to give a speech uh, for uh, one of my daughter's uh, weddings. Mostly because it's Lindsay and that's it. So um, anyway, <laughs> yes, that's, that's, I mean, that's it. Yeah. That's, yeah. That, yeah. yeah. The Music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. You can subscribe to Talking to Todd wherever you get your pods. Just search Talking to the Number Two, no G, no space. You can tweet us on Facebook. You can check out our award winning merch on Zazzle. You can leave us a voicemail at 515 also CPA. You can stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office. Please don't do that. And you can always stop by in Naperville. Check out our Naperville dreams. Thanks to our listeners and our sponsors. Toddler 3187, the Taylor Farm, the other Taylor Farms Family Foundation, even though we didn't do their segment this week, and DJ to go Cedar Valley. Please send your feedback to feedback at talkingtotodd.com, even though no one does that. Todd. All right. Against my better judgment. You set up a joke and I made you stop and I said you'd have to wait for it. But I don't think that's you broke the rules, but I also don't think it's fair to make everybody wait for the rest of the week. So I'm going to give you my spot and a special dispensation, but you are only allowed to deliver the punchline. If you want to hear the setup, you got to go back. See, you're assuming that my attention span remembers the joke that I set up. But I believe that the answer was a crossing gourd. We have a lot to clean up. We'll be back next week on Talking to Todd. So in taking your dad joke, I relinquish the right to close the show. Is that how that works? <laughs> I just want to make it clear that you were done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so done. Stick a fork in me.